The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. We're glad you found us. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Unlock the power of your dreams. Welcome to Ask Dr. Dream with Kelly Sullivan Walden. Welcome to the Ask Dr. Dream show here on Unity Online Radio today. And this is the place, as it always is, where you uncover the truth of your dreams and reveal the beauty of who you are. I'm your host, Dr. Dream, Kelly Sullivan Walden. So excited to be here on Unity Online Radio. This is the place to be in a world where everything is crazy and where there's the illusion of separation gone wild good to come back to unity. This is the solution. Basically, it's the solution to everything. But I'm excited because we've got so much going on on the show today. Nancy T will join me. Nancy T, are you there? I sure am. Yay. All right. So Nancy T and I are good. We have two primary guests today. We've got Joe Gagnon, who's going to talk to us about I just, just in a nutshell, we're going to call it the Asleep Revolution. He's got a sleep secret. We're actually going to be announcing the Snooze Challenge, and I'll get into that in a moment. And later on the show, we have a lucid dream expert, Robert Wagoner, who's going to teach us about now that we can get to sleep, um, thanks to Joe, and we can have some dreams, thanks to Joe Gagnon, thanks to Robert Wagoner, we're going to get lucid in those dreams. So today is going to be action-packed. But don't let that deter you from calling in with your dreams or your dream questions. The number is 816-251-3555. And before we go any further, let's just stop and take a little breath, shall we? God knows I need it. So uh, take a breath with me for a moment. And don't close your eyes if you're driving. Keep them wide open if you if you need to, but allow your yourself to just drop in to that sacred inner sanctuary where you let all of the bad news go, all of the stuff you've been hearing about from all the all the the news sources and all the worried, scared neighbors and all that stuff about anything that relates to COVID-19. Just for this moment, give yourself the gift of a reprieve where you just release it like it's a cloud in front of the sunshine of the spirit that you are. Just let it release, knowing that it eventually will go and you will remain. So let's just focus on what is true and what is sustainable and what remains. With your inhale, let's breathe in our connection to that presence and that power and that wisdom that governs the universe, that part of us that is connected to life beyond just this temporal reality that we're so fascinated by here. There's some part of us, our dreaming mind, that knows that we are vastly more than this. And when we connect with that, when we remember that, when we step into that unified field of unconditional love, we can finally relax 
there really is no long lasting peace that we can find in this crazy world. But peace can be found in those places in between the moments where we fall into the gap of that sweet respite. So let's do that here today. Let's let's lucidly dream together today and wake each other up because we're always dreaming, whether we're sleeping and dreaming or awake and dreaming. So let's let this collective dream that we're having together be a lucid one, one that empowers us, one that makes the most of what we've been given. I'm not talking about becoming like a Pollyanna that just pours pink paint over everything, but I'm talking about being alchemists of the spirit where we can find the beauty because it exists everywhere. And when we look for it, we find it. Ah, so on that note, I just give deep, enormous thanks for all the folks at Unity Online Radio, Lewis and Jeff and Diane Ray and all the folks behind the scenes and Nancy T, my partner in Shine and, and all of you who call in regularly, Denise Carter in particular, just love you so much. And my guests today, Robert Wagoner and Joe Gagnon, I'm so grateful for you all. So with this, I just say thy will be done. And so it is. Amen. A woman, ah, dreams. Okay, Nancy T, what goddess did you pick for us today from the Dream Goddess Empowerment Deck? If you picked one, I'm making assumptions here. I sure did pick one. No, no, you're right. You're right on track. I picked one, and I love this one, so I'm excited to share it. It is Lakshmi, the goddess of prosperity. You've not just won the lottery, you are the lottery. You have the ability to actualize heaven on earth through material opulence for yourself and others. You are here to illuminate the misconception that you can be either spiritual or rich and prove that they are two sides of the same golden coin. <laughs> Gosh darn it. <laughs> I like the way you read that, Nancy T. Yay. So we're not just I read it like I needed to hear it. <laughs> I know we are that we are that we yeah. can have it all. And it all starts really with, with getting a good night's sleep because it's really hard to appreciate your life. I know for myself on the nights that I don't get a good night's sleep, it doesn't matter how sweet everything is and how wonderful right. Dana's being. And it's like, eh, I can't appreciate anything if I, if I don't get a good night's sleep, but I've been getting a great night's sleep lately. Cause I have been drinking snooze tea. Nancy, did you get yours? I did. And then I shared it with my daughter and I haven't gotten it back, but I can tell you that when I had it, it worked great. <laughs> awesome. That's right. Because okay, you she likes get it because it, it works for her. You must get it back. <laughs> it, clearly it's working for her. Okay. So without further ado, let me bring onto the show, the best selling author of living the high performance life. He is the founder and CEO of performance tea, a natural herb blend tea that helps you thrive in all aspects of your life. And there's a million things I could say about this inspirational man that some think is a myth because his stories are so outrageous, but no, 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 he's real. Nancy and I have met him in person. We've even yeah. run beside him or actually run and had him like jam by us like a, like a ghost because he runs so fast, but he's real. Joseph like Gagnon, Joe wind. Gagnon, like the wind. Joe yeah. Gagnon, welcome to the show. Always a pleasure, Kelly. Nancy, great to uh, sort of be with you virtually. So uh, thanks mm. for all the kind words and to have me as part of your community. 
You are such an inspiration. And um, for those of you who don't yet subscribe to Joe to Joe's blog, you can go to the highperformancelife.net. Is that right, Joe? The High Performance That's correct. Life. Yes, Kelly. And subscribe to his daily blog and get inspired. It's like a shot in the arm every day of the kind of inspiration that I slash we need, especially during times like this. So, Joe, this couldn't be a more perfect time for us to talk about this snooze challenge. But first, let's talk about the problem, and then we're going to dive right into the solution. So, why? What's the deal? How many people in this in this world aren't sleeping well? Yeah. Well, you know, the, the fascinating part about this is the probably one of the most important things we can do every day should come naturally to us, right? We should be able to sleep. Um, yeah. We have enough going on in our lives, but I think, in fact, the natural processes that help us go to sleep are sort of getting um, the wires crossed and mm. about 60 million people in the U.S. on a daily basis who are having some form of trouble falling asleep, some all the way to insomnia and mm. others fitful sleep. And, you know, we need to go through the sleep cycle, as you know, Kelly, right? Light sleep, deep sleep, REM sleep, come back out of it. It's a, a healing process. It's a healthful process. It's actually the reason, you know, we always say this uh, sort of trivia question, if you didn't eat or didn't drink or didn't sleep, which would kill you first. And, you mm. know, if you don't sleep for five days, that's it. So, it is right. that important to us. Uh, you can go for two weeks without eating, but you can't go without sleeping. So, so right. we started working on it because it's sort of when you think about cognitive and physical wellness, which is what we're all about at Performance T, we want to give people a natural way to sort of encourage the body to do what it knows how to do. And so um, no chemicals, just plants. Uh, combined in the right formulation, and it's a natural way to take our powder, put it in warm or cold water, drink it an hour before bed, and the, the systems start to work. And, you know, surprisingly, you know, after a day or three days or five days, you start sleeping again, and life just gets better. Yeah, and so you've got tea, all different kinds of tea, from immunity. It's really cute, the play on words. And you've got um, you've got the performance tea. You've got um, focus. You've got recovery. This is from this is like tea that you yep. that you drink after working out. Focus helps you stay alert, so you can get off coffee. Um, and for a while, I was doing that one. I'm gonna have to get back on that one. But so many, and they're so delicious. Okay, so let's just talk about snooze for a moment. I have, so Dana and I are totally wired differently. Dana, the first night he took the snooze tea, he slept so deeply, like he was conked out, had the best sleep and immediately had like incredible epic dreams. It took me about a week of drinking the tea on a regular basis to, for it to kick in. And now it's like, Every time I have it, I drink it, I sleep better than ever. So now I'm I'm hooked. <laughs> it's a really good kind of being hooked because getting a good night's sleep means there's good dreams that happen and that means better cognitive functioning and, and it's just so good for us. I mean, we know that there's the problem with um, if you don't get a good night's sleep, then you're more apt to get sick and God knows right now we need to bolster our immune system more than ever. Um, 
if you don't get a good night's sleep, you're more susceptible to cancer, even to weight gain. And nobody wants any of those things. So, so this is like such a simple thing that we can do. And it's so, it's inexpensive, really. I mean, you sell your tea, a bottle of tea um, that is about 21 doses, right? 21 nights That's of good correct. sleeping. And it's, it's about just under $50, like $49. So, so like $2 ish for a good night's sleep and who wouldn't pay that for all the benefits of a good night's sleep. But you and I have gone a little bit crazy and wild and we've put together something. I think I'm going to call it kind of irresistible. (laughs) Do you want to, do you want to say what it is we're we're, we're concocting? You know, we all know everyone listening in, um, the magic that is Kelly. And so we wanted to sort of combine, you you know, the spirit that she brings to, you know, how she thinks and who she is to the process of getting into a relaxed state. And so we think that there is sort of, there's a physical piece of, of it. And then there's an emotional piece and, and connecting them um, in a process where we take a drink of snooze and then listen to a meditation we thought was just, your point, irresistible. And so mm-hmm. Kelly recorded uh, 21 meditations. Um, they range from, you know, five to 15 minutes. Um, and we're going to combine 21 of her original meditations with a jar of snooze in a program we're calling the sleep challenge. You know, we, we know that habits are formed over 21 days um, and we want to encourage people to sort of get into a good rhythm. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to offer starting on day for sale, the combination of the meditations and the snooze program. So you would download meditations, you'll get your jar of snooze and you'll start your process of, uh, getting ready for amazing sleep, some amazing dreams, and, you know, a reset and rebirth of one's life. Um, If you've been struggling without sleep, you know what that means. Right. And because of the COVID-19, we're offering it all at an incredible discount. If we were to combine those things, the regular retail value would be somewhere around $150. Plus, I'm throwing in a free dream interpretation, private dream reflection. So it would take it up to over like maybe $250. But because of COVID-19 and all of this, we're actually putting all of this together for less than what it would normally cost for a bottle of snooze. So what is the actual... Price, Joe, is it like 44? Yeah, 44 dollars uh, okay. for a jar of snooze and the 21 meditations and the dream reflection. And, and, all, we are, and, that, could, and that could be found. It's The website's not up yet, but it's going to be. So, so save the date. It's May 12th is when it starts. And this is going to, we're going to make it available for at least a month. And so it's so this offer won't exist after let's say the middle of June. But um if you go to performancetcom forward slash snooze, that's where this offer will be. And it doesn't exist on the regular website. Um it's only on that special page. So just take note of that website. It should be up any any day now. And and we're going to launch it officially next Tuesday. Yeah, we want to let them get a chance to know about it. And, you know, what uh, what we're excited about here is that, you know, sleep is, is you know, 
something that over time should just become natural, but we want to encourage a process of sort of, you know, getting into a calm state at the end of the day, you know, an hour before bedtime, you know, drink your snooze, and then, you know, you can either listen to the meditations, you know, before you get in bed or sitting in bed, you know, Kelly and I were laughing because she would send me the meditations to listen Mm -hmm. to, and I would listen in the middle of the day, and I'd often fall asleep listening. They're just so relaxing and reflective, and they're calming. And so it's, it just starts to train our system to know that in this calm state that we then start to be able to get into sleep, which then is the healing process. And so, um, so yeah, it's a, it's a really good habit. Uh, of course, we can listen to those meditations over and over again. They'll be numbered. Right. Uh, you can listen to them in order. But if you want to listen to number 11 before you listen to number two, that's great as well. <laughs> uh, we just want you to have the privilege of a great night's sleep. And we think this combination is completely unique and amazing value. And uh, we'd love everyone to uh, feel great. I'm excited. Nancy T, are you getting excited about sleep? Are you getting excited about oh my participating in the 21-day oh, yeah. challenge? I'll tell you what. I I was on the tea. I was enjoying the tea. And then my daughter was enjoying the tea. And I was spending the night there for a few nights. And then I came home. And she was like, I'll just keep it here. <laughs> I'll just take oh. care of that for you. Like it was, you know, a sweater. But I <laughs> I, I miss I'll just it. take care of and that. I, I can say it, it really does work. And I slept better than I have in a long time. And I've been having fitful sleep just like he's talking about. I've been having bad sleep, so it was really mm. necessary. Well, like we've been having on the show the last, you know, I don't know, since COVID-19 broke out, basically every show has been about the the very intense phenomenon people are having about, I mean, they're remembering dreams more often now, and they're, most of the dreams are fitful because of what we're, we're in a pandemic, people. <laughs> so it's, it's normal that you're going to have fitful sleep or, and fitful dreams, but we can do, there's certain things that are under our control that we can, we can do to put ourselves in a prime situation so that we can, we can have good sleep. I mean, there's my friend, Steve Allen always says he's my publicist he says control your controllables there's all this stuff in the world that you can't control that's not in your realm of influence but there are a handful of things that are under your control things that you can do to make your life better to set yourself up for success to have your and when one of those very basic things is how you get a good night's sleep so joe i'm so grateful that you are my friend and that you're on the planet that you've created this incredible product that I feel a hundred percent happy and excited about sharing with my community. I mean, I, I drink it myself and it's got none of the, it's past my friend Joey's test. My friend, Joey, Joey Sutton, who you also know, who's very stringent when it comes to chemicals and looking at every ingredient under a microscope. And this passes the Joey Sutton test. You'll be happy to know. Wow. (laughs) That's a big deal. um, It is all organic ingredients. Uh, We have chamomile and passion flower. We don't use sugar in any of our teas and there's no caffeine. So we're not stimulating the body before we go to bed with either of those um, 
you can have it warm or cold. It's one scoop um, out of the jar. Uh, we do actually sell it in single-serve packs, but that's not part of the program. But if anyone was looking to just check it out, they can do that as well. Um, it comes in this lavender box, which we think has a, a nice sort of soothing feel to it. Um, we do put a bunch of content uh, around it on the box and then on our website. Um, on our YouTube page, we have a video of Louise, who's an 81-year-old who hadn't slept oh. effectively in six years, and she tried all of the typical sleep aids, and none of them worked, and then she started on snooze. And you can listen to her recording because it's about as authentic as they come. Mm. Yeah. And, oh. you know, and I think what we're really aiming towards, and, you know, Kelly, I think both of us are committed to this, which is that, you know, it isn't about the product of the meditation. It's really about the people and, and working to help, you know, the better you feel, you know, cognitively, mentally, and then physically your wellness, you know, the better your life gets. And when yeah. we're fighting, you know, um, whatever the strain is, the stress, the anxiety, uh, it makes it just harder to live the rest of our lives. And so this is a, a broader mission that we're on to try right. and help people get to a place where they feel better and then can start to do the things that they know they want to do, but there was something in the way. And so uh, that's really why the program was concocted here. We uh, were brainstorming and said, wow, what could we do to help? And um, that's how we ended up here. That's awesome. I keep thinking that one of the outcomes of this snooze 21 day challenge, the sleep challenges is that people are going to start to associate their bedroom and their bed with like a sanctuary and a respite. Some people, they get nervous when they see their bed in their bedroom because they remember what a fitful night they had the night before. And it's like, oh my God, is it going to work tonight? Am I going to be able to sleep tonight? But I want people to actually feel really excited about going to sleep and going to bed and dreaming. And even if the dreams that you remember are unpleasant you know if you've listened to this show any length of time that we there's we have a fix for how to how to take your nightmare and how to turn it into a sweet dream so as long as you're sleeping that's the key that's that's when you know you're recuperating that's when you know you're replenishing and that you're 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 becoming um a, a ready for the next day kind of person as opposed to just layering on the data from the day before and joe you you said at the beginning of the show about how you can go a long time without eating or sleeping i mean eating or drinking i mean not feeling well but sleeping you actually can't go that long but but even just a few days of not having solid rem sleep people begin to have psychotic tendencies and there's like, it's like, we really need our sleep. We really need it so that we can process um, the day's events. And right now the day's events are so intense. So I'm so happy that we have this solution. And um, for everyone that's listening, check out performancetea.com and in particular, go to the snooze challenge, which isn't up yet, but hopefully by the end of today, it will be performancetea.com forward slash snooze is where you get all the good stuff. And I'm so grateful. Joe, thank you so much for joining the show today. Appreciate you so much. Hey, Kelly, thanks. Nancy, it's great to be with you and to the entire community. I wish you a good night's sleep and um, <laughs> I look Aww. forward to talking again soon. Thanks, Joe. All right. Have a wonderful Thanks, day. Thanks, Joe. Okay. Bye, so we, I'm so excited. This, um, this 
we've got some great callers on the line and we have a guest Woo-hoo. coming up. Let me just take one right now and then we'll we'll see how quickly we can go through these and because we've got Robert Wagoner coming up on the next half hour. But let's see, we've got Christine calling in from New York. That you're a new caller, I believe. Christine, welcome yes. to the show. Yes. yes, thank you. I'm happy to do, be here. Do you have a quick dream to share with Nancy T and I? I've had a similar dream and my husband just shared his dream with me and I thought, all right, we need to figure out what this means. Great. Um, I know that when you dream of a house, it represents Mm -hmm. consciousness. Mm -hmm. Um, But we have both had dreams uh, at separate times, obviously, um, where we're dreaming of our house, but we're discovering little hallways and little like beyond the house that we're familiar with. Um, And we're opening up doorways and leading to other things, but it's kind of dark and a little bit creepy. Mm. Um, You know, Mm -hmm. so just was kind of curious what something like that might represent. Yeah. Well, we could spend about an hour just talking about this, but I'll give you a quick nutshell and give Nancy some time to say something. From my perspective, a house can represent, like you said, consciousness, our different states of consciousness. It can also represent our body. Um, It's what houses us here. And to me, whenever I've had these kind of dreams or when I talk to people that have dreams where they're discovering new passageways, new doorways, new rooms, to me, it represents that you're finding new aspects of yourself. And of course, um, in like in the hero's journey, they, there's the whole thing about you go on this vast journey only to realize that the treasure you sought the world over is in your own home. It's right underneath your nose. So, so many people are homebound right now and you're finding and maybe in some ways treasures that you didn't know were there or you're having challenges that you didn't have to face before because you weren't there to have to face them in the same ways. But every challenge is a blessing that's just not polished off yet. So to me, it feels like there's there's new aspects and maybe if they're dark and scary it's just because there hasn't been a whole lot of light shined in them for a while and you need to go go through and clean out the cobwebs. So Nancy T, really quick, oh my God, you got a few seconds. Oh my gosh! Okay, Actually, real quick. I was... That's not true. I lied. We're going to taste Nancy T's perspective the world. on the other side of this break. <laughs> if it was about the world, going okay, to let's do right that. <laughs> yeah, we've got a whole bunch of questions. I'm so happy that you're all calling, and so hold tight. We'll be with you in just a moment on the other side of this break here on the Ask Doctor Dream Show on Unity Online Radio. Thanks for joining us. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Dream interpretation and a lot more. Welcome back to Ask Dr. Dream with Kelly Sullivan Walden. Welcome back to the Ask Dr. Dream Show here on Unity Online Radio. This is the place to uncover the truth of your dreams and reveal the beauty of who you are. And now that you know all about the snooze challenge, you're going to be able to get some good sleep by going to performancetea.com forward slash snooze. And then once you're getting that good night's sleep and you're dreaming like 
crazy. You're going to learn how to start lucid dreaming. My guest for this half of the show is Robert Wagoner. He wrote the acclaimed book, Lucid Dreaming, Gateway to the Inner Self, now in its 14th printing. He also co-authored Lucid Dreaming, Plain and Simple, with Carolyn McCready. Both books are in Audible, Kindle, and CD MP3s. His books have been translated into French, German, Chinese, oh my gosh, almost every language. He's the past president of the International Association for the Study of Dreams, the IASD. He's the co-editor of the online magazine, The Lucid Dreaming Experience, and he has himself has logged more than a thousand lucid dreams, and I would say probably way more than that because I think I said he you've done a thousand lucid dreams about I don't know a few years ago so I'm imagining you're like at least close to 1500 at this point welcome to the show Robert Wagoner oh well thanks Kelly great to be here and I just have to give a shout out to the International Association for the Study of Dreams the website is asdreams.org we normally go to the the conference every year Robert was one of the keynote speakers this year I was going to be one of the not keynote speakers, but speaker speakers, but we're not able to have it this year. But I highly recommend everybody listening who is interested in dreams that you join the International Association for the Study of Dreams. There's such great resources and great people like Robert that are a part of the organization. You just can learn so much. So Robert, tell us what you are doing in the world of lucid dreaming these days. How is that? How are you connecting that with this strange COVID-19 time that we're living through? You know, one one thing that I've been in, encouraging my uh, fans to do is, is what I just call lucid dreaming light, which is basically <laughs> dream incubation. Just before right. you go to sleep, focus on one simple intent that you want to get to your unconscious mind and uh, focus on that. And it might be something simple like uh, um, show me something that I can do tomorrow to better my situation. Just leave it way open like that. And and people have been sending me some great mm. uh, results of, of doing just simple dream incubation. Oh, I think that's wonderful. I think my question has been, what's the best use of me during this time? And I think my other question is, how how am I supposed to change in the midst of this? Like I think of this COVID-19 time as the like My Michelangelo uh, with the sculpture of David. And he said that he didn't create David. He released him from the excess marble. This seems like a good time to release excess marble to me. It's really beautiful. Um, I remember one person wrote back and said that they had requested uh, find out something constructive that they could begin to get to. And that yeah. night they they dreamt that they were dusting off their exercise equipment. Ooh. And they realized, boy, I have all this free time and I can ride my exercise bike while checking out my computer stuff. And, and now I can do mm. it. I don't have to drive into work. And so, so mm. um, just going to your larger awareness, your unconscious mind, and, and asking for advice or insights, I think is really a wonderful way to use this time. So right before the break, we were talking to Christine, and we've got a lot of callers today, and I'd love to have them share some of their questions with you about lucid dreaming. But Christine was sharing about a dream where she and her husband are both having similar dreams where they're in a house, their house, but they're discovering all kinds of new rooms. 
new passageways, new doorways. Now, this isn't necessarily a lucid dream, but maybe if they're having them recurring, isn't a recurring theme um, a good opportunity or good like jumping off place for a lucid dream, would you say? Right, yeah. So a, a lucid dream is any dream in which you realize within the dream that you're dreaming. And, and I think sometimes when we have those recurring dreams, that's when our mind starts to think, wait a second, um, our house isn't like this, or wait a second, I've had this same dream before, oh, maybe I'm dreaming right now. And so sometimes right. people can use that as a chance to pop over into lucidity and realize, whoa, this is dreaming, now I can decide what I want to do. Right. So do you have a point of view about, like, do you do you even think about what it means? Do you even bother doing regular old dream reflection, or are you just, like, strictly focused on, on lucid dreaming? Oh, no. I, I, uh, I love all types of dreams, so, so uh, I, I just pay attention to the dreaming mind, uh, whether lucid or not lucid, because I know that the information is always valuable and it somehow connects with me. And so... Uh, so even in a lucid dream, even when you realize you're dreaming and you might ask a question, so you're lucidly aware and you might ask a question, like one time I became lucid and I remembered that my wife's uh, birthday was coming up. And so I asked, <laughs> what would my wife like for her birthday? So I asked that of my unconscious mind. And suddenly in the dream escape there, a, a teddy bear appears. And kind of kind of an old-fashioned teddy bear, you know, just sitting there, and and I'm lucidly aware, and I think, really, my wife wants a teddy bear. We've been married 25 years, and now she wants a teddy bear. So I woke <laughs> up, I woke up, and at the breakfast table, I asked my wife. I said, you know, your birthday's coming up soon. Uh, do you think you'd want a teddy bear? And she looked at me like she like I was totally out of my mind, and that's when I realized the teddy bear was symbolic. She wanted me to be a teddy bear, and that's what, the, that's what the lucid dream was trying to tell me, that I needed to be more cuddly and lovable and <laughs> all cuddly teddy yeah. bear qualities. And, and so uh, <laughs> even though you're in a lucid dream, you still have to have uh, some insight into uh, oh. dream symbolism because uh, when you reach out to your larger awareness, sometimes it will respond with a symbol and not a literal response, and so therefore you got to – yeah, oh, true. that is a great point. Nancy T, I heard you giggling because I know that's your love language is to have the one <laughs> have have your love speak to you in the language of the body. <laughs> that's one of your love languages. <laughs> I heard you giggling. Yeah, and you know, when I heard that, I was thinking right away, she wants somebody to cuddle her. And he's, but you took it literally, and that's great. I mean, because it could have been either, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> she would have been really bummed. I took it literally until I saw the look on her face, and then I realized that, oh, there must oh. be a symbolic meeting here. Oh, a teddy bear. Oh, I get it. So, so oh, I, I'm a little bit dense, but you're right, Nancy. Aren't you glad you checked it out? You would have been really bummed and, like, second-guessed yourself. So I think it's interesting that Christine called with the question. And, Christine, are you there, by the way? I am. Oh, great. Wow. I think it's perfect that you called in with this dream, because I think on the show, having Robert Wagoner on, this lucid dreaming is about discovering new portals, new doorways, new passageways, new rooms within your consciousness. So I think that that your dream is kind of like the, the perfect poster child dream for this whole show. <laughs> is there anything, Robert, that you would say to Christine about her dream about and her and the fact that her husband's also having a 
similar dream. Any any thoughts on that about what that might mean for them? Yeah, you, you know, Christina, I've I've had a much a similar dream about a month ago of finding myself in my uh, new dream house, and now it was mm. much more expanded, and there were new areas that I'd never discovered before, and and when I woke, I thought, boy, this this is really what's going on in my life right now. It's it's because of this COVID nineteen, uh, it just yeah. feels like the possibilities are expanding. And the yeah. potential is expanding, but but I've got to begin to explore within myself to to make it all come to fruition. Is that what you're finding, Christine? Yeah, and for me, I think that fits um, perfectly because I am using this time to think about things that you know, things like that. For my husband, he's actually in a new work situation where he's in. Um, in a, a role where he's guiding a lot of people, um, and this is something new for him. So I feel like that fits him in a different way because he's mm. sort of in the middle of a whole new endeavor. And one of the things he said is that when he, you know, he opens this door and he realizes, oh, there's there's like a whole other house here. Um, wow. It's full, wow. It's fully furnished. Ooh. And some of the rooms are scary, but not all of them, you know, uh, but the fact that it's fully furnished, I don't know, my guess might be that you already have what it takes to do what you're doing. Nice. You just have to discover it. I don't know. You, I, you know, I would ask you guys what you think about that. Oh, go ahead, Robert, if you want to. Yeah, give you a, know, um, I, I think that's great when it's fully furnished and all you have to do is step in. I think mm-hmm. that's a very auspicious uh, dream symbol, and uh, and so I I feel like he's ready for the new challenge, even though it sounds yeah. like it's going to cr- create a little bit of growth, uh, make him get out of his comfort zone just a little bit, so he can grow into yeah. these new areas that are that are a little bit much. I yeah. always think I used to have this uh, metaphor, and I still do. I play with it called um, either like we're living either in the the lack shack or the mansion of expansion, and how it's like it's all just a different state of mind and and we all are like a mansion of expansion we all have infinite myriad rooms that we haven't yet to haven't yet explored and the ones that already have furniture in them mean that maybe we've already pre-organized ourselves so that when we step into that place it's like oh yeah we've dreamt on that that's not such a foreign space but the rooms that might be scary i think of them as like a basement or an attic that just hasn't been haven't spent a lot of time and haven't moved into it yet but is it in and of itself scary no it's just a little dark and just needs some light and some freshening up freshening up nancy t did you want to weigh in on on christine's and her husband's house dream yeah well real quick i was just going to say that even though i know the house represents our you know, our conscious mind, it it feels to me very COVID related in that we're actually Mm -hmm. encountering as we try to navigate these waters, we we keep having to do things that we've never done before. Everything (laughs) is a little bit dark and creepy, um, but in the way that we don't know our footing anymore. It used to be, we know for sure what's going to happen when we go to the grocery store and now not so much, but I love that, that, 
you both are having these together. And to me, that symbolizes that you guys are in mm. this together and you're not alone. And and that was probably my biggest takeaway in addition to the fact that, hey, if you've got some of these other, you, you find these new openings and you see some of it's already set up for you, that is kind of how it is in this world. Things are already mm. set up for us. We just don't know it. And that's what makes it dark and creepy to us. Mm, nice. Christine, oh, thank you so that. much for sharing. Yeah. I was, and I hope I, now yeah. I want you to incubate um, and find and ask the question. Maybe you and your husband can play with this. What What are we supposed to do with these new rooms? Or what's Robert? What's a good question right. you would give to you would give to Christine and her husband for how to make the most of this? You know, um, um, show me best how to move into this new expansion of my life. Something mm. like that. And um, yeah. just kind of fill in yeah. the details of uh, how can I join in the growth process. Oh, love it. So, Christine, keep us posted. Too. Let us know what you find. Thank you for, for calling sure. in. Thank All you. right. Thank take good care of yourself. Be safe. All right. So let's take Brett Walker from Alberta, Canada. It's been Yay. so long. It's been a minute. <laughs> how the heck are you, Brett? Uh, you okay. Oh, you're a little crackly. I know Brett is has been a lucid dreamer. He's called in the show. He used to call in a long. It's been a while. I think he's been traveling. Uh, there you Adam, are. I'm traveling all the time. I'm gonna get pulled over here, actually. Uh, the road. Okay. Can you guys hear me? Okay. Yeah, you're good yep. now. Yep. yep. Oh, good. 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 Yeah. So I'll make it quick. I just had a question about lucid dreaming because I am a traveler. And I work seasonally in the summertime at a forest fire lookout, so I'm kind of an expert at isolation. So mm -hmm. the COVID oh, thing wow. hasn't really <laughs> hasn't really affected me too much. Interesting. Um, I'm a, pretty much an expert, and I'm telling everybody else how to self isolate, how to deal <gasps> with the isolation. And uh, because I move around so much, I'm in different homes, you know, for the season. I'm at the at this. In the wintertime, basically, I have to uh, live somewhere. And it sometimes can be, it's really important for me to do my pre-sleep rituals because I'm I'm so often, you know, traveling the world or living in different places, visiting with people. And uh, one thing I am having trouble with is actually getting into the lucid part of dreaming. I get really vivid dreams and I record them and I'm finding certain themes and stuff, but to actually get lucid in a dream, I seem to be stuck with that. And I don't know if it's because I'm moving around so much. I don't really have a stable place to stay every day. And that kind of made me think maybe it's a fear of some sort of letting go, like because I have so little control over a lot of things. Um, I like the, the phrase, control the controllables. That's going to be used <laughs> by me. And, but my question is, 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 there a possibility that I'm afraid and how could I overcome that? You, you know, Brett, that's a wonderful question. And I, I go all around the world giving talks on lucid dreaming and workshops. I have an online uh, workshop through Glidewing, but here's one thing that I've found. I meet a lot of lucid dreamers who tell me, Oh, I was a great lucid dreamer for 10 or 15 years, but then two years ago, I just stopped lucid dreaming. What's going on? And normally, here's what I ask him to do. Go back to that last lucid dream 
was there some element where your larger awareness asked you to grow outside of your comfort zone? Was mm. there some element of fear, something you didn't did not mm-hmm. want to face in that lucid dream? Because I'll tell you right. what, when I talk to people, oftentimes they'll tell me, oh, I went back and looked at that last lucid dream, and now I understand what the issue is all about. And they realize that they have to get over the issue before their lucid dreaming will start up again. Um, the, the, now, there's one other case. I was in Ireland uh, giving a workshop, and uh, this one young man told me he hadn't had a lucid dream in a year and a half. And as he listened to the workshop, and I asked him to go back to the last time he lucid dream, he remembered that he asked his father to watch the movie Waking Life with him. And Waking mm. Life is all about lucid dreaming. And at mm-hmm. the end of the movie, his father looked at him and said, what a bunch of malarkey. <gasps> and he said, he said he didn't realize it at the time. He, he said he was hurt that his father didn't get how beautiful lucid dreaming could be. But he realized mm-hmm. he hadn't had a lucid dream since his dad said <sighs> it was malarkey. And so, so that how, that's how it is. Sometimes we have our own fears that keep us from lucid dreaming. And, or sometimes we'll hear something from a respected figure outside of us, and and, and then we'll just shut down our ability. Robert, do you think there's anything valid in in what Brett was saying about having his inconsistent ritual for getting into sleep? Do you think that has anything to do with it? Well, or is it more you know, about going to, back? I used to travel around a lot, and actually, I think traveling actually helped me have more lucid dreams because I was kind of a little bit more vigilant when I'd go asleep, but it does mm. help to have a good pre-sleep rituals. Um, I had this one workshop and this woman after two weeks, she hadn't had a lucid dream. And so I asked her, tell me your pre-sleep ritual. And she said, oh, I go to the bathroom and then I take off my makeup and then I take my sleeping pills and I fall asleep. Oh. And I said, sleeping pills? Are you kidding me? <laughs> you want to be a lucid dreamer and you take sleeping pills? And, and you can, you so, can drink performance so tea snooze. <laughs> there you go. It it does it does help to have a good pre sleep ritual, maybe kind of kind of cleansing your mind of the emotional day residue, and, and seeing what goes on from there. But but Brett, you sound like you've been a great lucid dreamer, so I I think I'd go back to that last lucid dream and see mm. if there was some issue that was brought up that that you don't want to face, or at the time you not want to face. One of the biggest advice. things somebody asked me was I they said, well, what do you want to do? in your life. And I said, I want to fly. And very soon after that, I came across Lucid Dreaming, a gateway, your book. And uh, yeah, Mm. I was like, oh, you can fly when you lucid dream. So I've been really pursuing this, but I haven't really had a lucid dream yet. But uh, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm going to really knuckle down this summer and, uh, and, and get one. (laughs) I'm going to, going to make it work. Okay, oh sounds goodness. good. Keep us posted, Thanks. Brett, a.k.a. Yeah, Gelman. It's so great to hear, to hear from, from you. you. Keep us posted. Big hugs to you and stay safe. All right, let's Talk take our her. next caller. We've got Denise. 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 Hi. Okay. Hey, honey, what kind of dreams do you have or lucid dreaming questions or lucid dreams to share with Robert Wagner? Um, I um, recently dreamt. And this, to me, is reoccurring because you can remember another dream I had. I was in a, a dwelling. I always say a dwelling because you never know whose house it is. It could be yours. It could be somebody else's. But anyway, I go to the back door, <laughs> and then there's a, there's a cat, and, and I feed the cat. And I'm like, okay. Shut the door. The cat's eating fine. Go to the front door. 
It's another cat. She has two babies or two smaller kittens, and I feed them. But if you remember, not that long ago I had one that I went to go feed a cat, did not like the cat food, went to the grocery store. The food was open and dry, and I spent time in the grocery store just trying to find some fresh, wet cat food. That's how the dream ended. But like I said, in this dream, I had the food. I was able to feed both. Of course, I was happy because I love cats. But Mm -hmm. I just thought it was kind of strange that there was a cat at the back door. Then I go to the Mm -hmm. front door, and it's it's another cat. This time, she had kittens. She had, like, two smaller kittens, and I I put the wet food down, and all all cats were happy, and so was I. Ooh, I love this. So before we before we dial into your dream, Denise, let's just because we're focusing on lucid dreams. Do you ever have lucid dreams, or have you? Or do you have any oh, questions yeah. about how? Yeah. Oh yes, yeah. I'm always conscious in the dream that it is a dream. Like I said, when I was a youngster, I used to dream, and then not a youngster, younger woman. I used to dream, and I could go back and finish the dream, and I do want to master wow. that again. Oh, I was so yeah. good at that. I would just go to sleep and say, let me finish the dream. And I could go finish the dream. I haven't been able to do that in years. That's not wow. lucid. That is lucid because if you're conscious of it, then you can make it happen. So that is lucid, isn't it? Right. I'd say that's lucid. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, Robert, do you would you like to offer any suggestions about what you think Denise's cat at the front, cat at the back um, feeding them all the right kind of food kind of dream might well, be saying to her. I, I'll just tell you a good story, uh, Denise and Kelly and Nancy. Um, um, my wife and I, about 20 years ago, we got our first little cat, our first little kitten. Ooh. And, and uh, this cat was such a great uh, Abyssinian cat. But the one thing it hated was when you picked it up, it would scratch you and you'd have to let it down. About two years into having this cat, one night I had a dream, and in the dream it came up to me and in a cat voice told me how it wanted to be held. It would show me how it wanted to be held. And then it told me how to put my arms in just such a way. And then in in the dream state, it jumped into my arms in that exact position. And I couldn't believe it. So I got up from the dream, I walked out into the hallway, and there was the cat exactly where I dreamt it had been, you know, 10 Whoa. minutes earlier in the dream state. I put out my arm just like it showed me in the dream, and suddenly it hopped into my arm and oh. let me hold it. I walked down to the, uh, to the uh, kitchen breakfast table, and my wife saw it, and she flipped out. She said, how did you get the cat to do that? And I said it came in a dream and told me how it wanted to be held. So, Isn't so, that amazing? So oh. it, it's a wonderful thing. But but boy, the symbolism of cats. I think we some people are cat people and some people are dog people. Are you a yeah. cat person, Denise? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, then that then to me, I I would consider there's something good going on here. Um, that, that's what yeah. I think. Yeah. Denise, if if I were an alien, what would you say, how would you describe a cat or the essence of a cat? The essence of a cat. Cats are so aloof. They're very Mm. aloof, and I find myself like that. But they don't want to be bothered most of the time. They sleep Mm. when they sleep. They're very, um, they're kind of introverted, quite frankly. And Mm -hmm. um, 
they're just, but I, I see them as being very spiritual. I, I think they're very intuitive. And um, when my father died, um, a cat came to me in a spirit, and it was a cat that was outside. So he came to my bed as a, as a spirit. But when I went outside, the cat was outside. So I'm thinking, well, who was the cat that came to me? Because the cat was outside. It couldn't have been. So I think it was a spirit. So that's just how I am. Oh. Yeah. Cat came to me. <gasps> very cat. So, so it could be your dad. This could be. Wow. You know, I just want to just want to throw this one thought out. And we just have a, a couple minutes. Um, Right before the show, I was writing about this, about the Mona Lisa and how it's this incredible painting. And if, and, and if, if you create a beautiful painting, you want people to gawk at it. You want people to see it. And yet you don't want them to touch it. You don't want them to manhandle it. And I was thinking it's kind of like women. It's like we want to be beautiful, but we don't want to be attacked. We don't want to be overly touched. We want to be admired and devoted and yeah. and desired, but without being like squashed or I don't know. So I just was having that thought as you were sharing about the cats and the fact that you kind of like Robert, you've been, you've gotten in tune with what they need. Food is about nutrition and nourishment. So to me, it feels like the cat aspect of myself, of this, where my dream is being taken care of in the front, the part that I can see that's conscious and the part of me that's unconscious in my back door. Nancy T throw down one of your wisdom bombs. Okay, real quick, Denise, I would say you love cats, and they're at your front door, and they're at your back door, and not only do you love them, but they love you, and you yeah. have what they need, and that feels to me like you and the world. You know, no matter Aww. which path you go, whether you go forwards or backwards, whatever, it just all works out for you, and, and you're ready for it, and you will and be accepted and loved. As thank is. you so much. Robert Wagner, thank you for joining us on the show today. Check out Robert Wagner at, oh my gosh, I don't even have his website here. Robert, what's the website? Advice.com. <laughs> okay. Sweet dreams, everybody. Stay Thank you for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Do you have an online course or an event or a book you'd like to promote? We've got the right audience for you. Our listeners love content like the show you just heard. You can reach our engaged audiences by advertising right here on mindbodyspirit.fm, the podcast network, in shows about wellness, self-care, spirituality, angels, and more. Contact info at mindbodyspirit.fm.